0: Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast host by Actual Hidden Guardians. Today, the first episode of 2024. We're going to be talking about, finally, the seasonal stuff that's been happening <laughs> for Season of the Wish. Um, as of this week, the story is com- is completely concluded for Season of the Wish. And the Secret Exotic Mission has been available now for multiple weeks. The final, I think, rotation is this coming week after we're done recording. So we can at least give our thoughts and feelings on that. I'm Outrider. I'm back with Venge. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New nice Year. Time. Nice hearing you again. I hope Santa Claus treated you well.
1: That always get, could have been better, but I can't complain, I guess.
0: Yeah, he didn't listen to me whatsoever. <laughs> I asked for a vacation. He said no. Have a horrible what a, week. What a dick! <laughs> have your have your family over, and then tragedy hits, and then just make that week horrible. Yeah, actually, it was not a good week. It was a very bad week. My dog had a massive seizure on Christmas during Christmas dinner because she was so worked oh, up from having everybody over. And yeah. We took her to the vet the next day. And found out that her her poor little lungs were filling with fluid. Oh, no. So they had to do, they had to knock her out and they had to take care of that. And then they also removed something for a soft palate to alleviate breathing issues and fix her nares, which are like, you know, the uh, nostril areas. Mm-hmm. So she had surgery that week, like the day after Christmas, that caused multiple. Ugh. I'm not going to go into the price. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we've been dealing with a dog that's been in recuperation now for multiple weeks. And, Oops. Uh, it, w- it was not fun. Uh, Christmas this time of year was, uh, oh, is my puppy going to come back from the doctors or not? And my yeah. My daughter, daughter was like all freaking out about it. And it was just, uh, crap. But at least I had Jedi uh, Survivor to keep me occupied during it. Nice, yeah, that was all right. Not that great of a game. It was fine <laughs> for what it was. No, it was it was fine for what it was. It's exceptional when I was playing it. It was exceptionally buggy. Oh, it was sure. PS Five. Um, I felt it took way too long to get really good, like story wise. It took way too long to get cooking, and once sure. it did, it stopped. The game ended. Um, oh, I also did what? not like the twist at the end With who the villain is And I Is, didn't, it, pre- I is didn't it predictable? It. What's that?
1: Is it predictable?
0: You start to get a feeling for it You start to get a feeling for it That this person is Going to turn on you But it's mm-hmm. then how they turn on you Is like the bigger twist Sure, Because I don't believe it <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, it's like no, bullshit. uh, I, I know they kind of like hand wave how it happens, and even the own the characters question, How did we not know? Oh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> and it, it's like it, it was just it's bad, it's it's bad when it comes to it, it feels rushed, um. There was a lot of good in the game, but the bad kind of made it meh. Mm-hmm. I have some other, like, you know, minor critiques about it. I know recently, like, as of this week, they released a patch to help address some of the performance issues across all platforms. Yeah. I'm not going to reinstall the game to check that out. I've completed the story. I am happy with that. Happy and moving on. Happy of moving on. I will look forward to the third game because it definitely sets up a third game. Though there were a couple of really, really awesome sequences in that game that are worth experiencing. And uh, there's a surprise cameo by a really amazing Star Wars character that shows up, and it's just like, oh, oh. Oh, and you're actually voiced by the actual actor. Oh, <laughs> that's cool.
1: That is cool.
0: Uh, wow, that was worth doing all that <laughs> to get to this point <laughs> to have that scene show up. I mean, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna snap some pictures with that character because they're not gonna do anything to me, you know. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you move on. But um, speaking of things moving on. Destiny has been chugging along with the Season of the Wish storyline. Uh, this is the last season for Destiny Two, mm-hmm. prior to uh, the final shape coming out in June of 2024. Because after that, they turn to the episodic model and. Um, This is how, this is the season's primary function, we all know it, is how do we get inside the Traveler Mm -hmm. and fight the witness who went inside. Because apparently, you know, that giant bussy-shaped portal is not good enough to pass through. (laughs) Holy Christ. Uh,
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Bruh!
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Sorry, <laughs> it's been a while. Whole I had, I wasn't ready for that. You weren't ready for were it. <laughs> Not even kind um, of.
0: Um, yeah. It, there's something going on there. It just anybody that tries to pass through, just it just destroys. So the the point of the season is to figure out how to get in. Well, Marasov has a thought process behind this and that is to bring back Riven who we kind of saw that the last in season of the witch mm-hmm. the season prior that Savathun had the 15th wish on her inside of her wing yeah so we kind of put two and two together that the 15th wish was going to kind of do it But we require Riven's help. So they resurrect Riven's spirit. Riven says, yeah, I'll help you do it and complete Sabathun's wish, but you got to find all my eggs from my clutch and rescue them. And they've been scattered all over the place. She doesn't know exactly how at the start of the season, how they got scattered throughout, like, I want to say, the Ascendant Realm, the Ley Lines... Time space, wherever you're kind of hunting them down when they get into orbit, so basically it's every week. Mm-hmm. you can rescue one of these eggs until you get her whole clutch. Um, i from the start of it and how the season was built, I was really disappointed. With it, because we were kind of told a while ago that by this point you would start seeing better changes on the seasonal model, Mm -hmm. and that goes back almost like almost a year ago. That's that's, it's been a while. It still feels like a normal season to me. Yeah. And it's kind of um, just just the same thing over and over every week. Go to the helm, check in, do an activity, talk to people, kill a bunch of stuff. Finish up with the radio transmission, and then you wait till the next week. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing over and over again. When week, I think, four hit, um, we got something new. That was the introduction of the exotic mission for the season called Starcrossed, mm-hmm. which actually directly ties in to the seasonal content yep. of the story. And this was going into the Black Garden. Yes, you heard me correctly. At kind of Riven's insistence mm-hmm. to locate a Ahamkara dragon's lair that was hidden inside of it. Through the course of this adventure, you and uh, stopping the Vex <laughs> who were running around in it like crazy. Um... You discover that this is the layer of Riven's mate, and you find his bones at the end of it. Mm-hmm. He's not alive anymore, but he, you know, talks to you, and you get this nice little cinematic afterwards. You know, the spirit talks to you, cinematic, and you get the Wish Keeper exotic bow, which is a strand bow, which is good for tying people up. Uh-huh. And you know, suspending them, you can suspend uh, people normally after you build up the charge. Hip fire it sets up a trap, kind of like a you set up a glorified anarchy trap on the ground. Anything that walks into it gets picked up, and then you could start over the next couple of weeks building the uh, catalyst for it. I think it was week three that the thing went live. Not week yeah. Four. Um one of the catalyst features is the suspension trap lasts longer. Another one is you can suspend more targets in it. I think you can now do Vorpal Weapon, and the last one will give you um, Hatchling. Yeah. On the bow. It's not a bad bow,
3: actually.
1: It's not. I I have enjoyed my time with it so far. Yeah.
0: But um, at least with this mission you're getting a little bit more about riven herself. Mhm. And uh her motivations and can you kind of trust her? Can you try to trust Marsov and I'm kind of of the mind that you really can't trust either. Uh yeah, same, absolutely. <laughs> you got to keep an eye on them both. Um I One thing I liked about the Starcross missions later were the uh, little bits and bobs to get the um, catalyst pieces, like going in, and the first one was inside the mission where you had to create the constellation in the sky, Mm -hmm. and I thought that was kind of cool, using the bow, hitting the stars in the sky, getting the lines all to connect to make a constellation, and then you got this nice little story dump afterwards. The second one actually took place Inside the Dreaming City Mm -hmm. The third one was inside The Starcross mission again In a kind of like hidden room Uh, There's been multiple chests There's like four hidden chests you can find Throughout this mission Um, Each of them gave you an upgrade Once a week Mm -hmm. As they became available And you can actually hit those chests up again Uh, when you redo the mission, because you have chances to get red border weapons from the seasonal weapons, if you haven't uh, got all the crafted
3: weapons available yet. Um,
0: Now, after Starcross came live, we're finding out, we find out pretty quickly after that, I think around week five or so, that what Savathun's wish was. Um, I think this was kind of expected. Yeah. It's uh, so kind of the screw you type thing. And Typical Sabathun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and it, kind of, it kind of made everything a little bit obvious. And then there was an issue with um, some text that appeared on screen during the game. That was oh, yeah. last week. And it appeared, I think, on, like, week five Mm -hmm. that explains what actually happens at the very end of the season. Um, Essentially, Sabathir's wish was not that you have open passage into the Traveler. It's to wish that only one person can go into the Traveler. Yeah. You all think it's going to be the Guardian. But if you've been paying attention to this season and who's all involved in it, you would know that it would not be the Guardian going first. Instead, it is the Crow going first. Mm -hmm. At the end of the season, uh, he decides he mans up a little bit, gets nice and big and brave, figures that this is what he has to do. Uh, He's the only one that can do it because he and his sister are linked together and she could find him through the ether and forge a path to him through the ley lines that will allow us to all come through.
3: Mm -hmm. It's
0: like, okay. So, Crow's off, traveling to the heart of the traveler right now. We're just kind of waiting, uh, running through the two activities you have Riven's Lair which is uh, one and done and then you have the Coil Mm. which is the um, increasing difficulty um, four stage event that potentially if you do it right will give you a ton more loot than say a Grandmaster Nightfall will at the very end yes nuts It's nuts. I just wish they would fix the, um, scoring for it, which they were telling us about on day
3: two of the season.
0: That there was something wrong with the scoring. Sure. And it's week seven or eight, and it's still not fixed.
1: Yeah, it's probably not going to get fixed.
0: Uh, Well, um the snowballs for the dawning that happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, as you unlock more and more things that they could do, those mm-hmm. were broken. They didn't do what they were supposed to be doing. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that didn't get fixed. I don't know if it'll even get fixed uh, for the next time the dawning rolls around. Hell, uh, the dawning itself um, had a problem where if you just got the Star Baker title for the first time, like I did, mm-hmm. and that was the last thing you required to get the Reveler title, which is the if you completed all four titles for the seasonal events. Mm-hmm. Um, the Reveler title will say you only completed 15 out of 16 for the Dawning, <laughs> even so... though you had the title. Yeah. They did say that would get patched and that would get fixed in like the mid-season patch. But my question is, when is the mid-season patch since the mid-season is now in the span of like six plus months? Mm -hmm. So February-ish? End of February, maybe? Will people be playing this game then? (laughs) I'm not trying to turn this into a bitching session. I'm just going over everything about the season, mm-hmm. as of now, and um, it's it's just another Destiny season. Yeah, and I and I really didn't like the story so much this time. I thought the story for season of the witch was better. By the way, never name seasons or anything that similar again, because witch and wish are too close to each other.
1: Yeah, they're they're a little too similar.
0: Yeah. Um. It's it's. eh. What what do you think of the season? I mean, was it all right? Let let's do this. What were the things that you liked about the season? Because I, there sure, there's things I liked about it too. What did you like about it? Oh God,
1: Um... I'm putting you on the spot. (laughs) Um. Fucking yikes. Uh, I, I, I I guess I, I did kind of enjoy um, the stuff with Riven, but it did get to be... It felt like a lot of the same week over week at the same time. Um, with the back and forth with Mara and everybody else.
3: Uh, I,
1: I did really like the coil. The coil is mm-hmm. really good. Especially for, like, loot overall and how much you're getting kind of showered on you with everything that you can do. Um,
0: and if the coil actually gets fixed, and, well, and, and like, let's just say within the next few weeks, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. Um, it'll be a very, very good activity for people to run, to kind of you know top off any kind of weapons they might need going into the expansion. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is—it's a really good activity, and it gets tough at the end, but it's very doable. Yeah, the point system is like, you know, that—that's that, kind of wonky right now, and that's like the big thing. So you can't actively and. Um, consistently keep ending up in that final room. Yeah, it's it's
1: definitely tough with um. What what is it? The glass collector is that the the name yeah, of the enemy the, that shows up? Yeah,
0: I've only encountered two.
1: Wow! Ever
0: I've only encountered two, and I occasionally I see glass collectors running away, and it's like, well, where is it? I don't see the flashing, glowing enemy anywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes it does feel like when they spawn in, they spawn in like halfway through, and they're already moving so fast. Yeah,
0: it's like, like you
1: crazy. you won't be able to actually catch let's, up let's... to them and make use and there's of. There's like
0: a wall of enemies between them and you at this point.
1: Yeah. And then, depending on when they show up, there's also, you know, like taking blight uh, mm-hmm. launchers or you know, the spike traps, like yeah, the,
0: the, there's there's some issues with that. I think the uh, the glass collectors should be in priest. and they should be spawned closer to where you enter into the area where they come in. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of chase them more efficiently and uh, take out enemies as you're coming. Instead of well, they spawn like midway in, and there's like th- waves of enemies you have to get through. Yeah, some of them now have shields, depending on as you said, what round in the coil that they appear in.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but definitely the coil, yeah. That that's it's a well made. Um, activity.
1: Yeah, it's... Definitely. As far as, like, the amount of loot that you can get, it's probably the best thing we've had since um, Menagerie.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: As far as, a like, a seasonal activity.
0: I, I would actually <laughs> go and say that it gives you more loot than the Menagerie, because the Menagerie only gave you lots of loot, because for a while, you could cheese the chest at the end. Yeah. Once they fix that, Oh that, that, that one that it,
1: one hurt when when that got fixed.
0: I don't think it should have ever been fixed, personally. Um I thought that was great that you could just keep going back and forth to the chest. Actually I think they should have as long as you were there and you had the runes, you should be able to keep feeding the machine, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this this is much nicer where you get into the last room in the coil and there's like six chests you can open up. And you get so much stuff out of it. Uh, Plus, the amount of exotic crafting materials you can get.
1: Oh, yeah. It's crazy.
0: oil, it's great. It's actively getting you to go, hey, craft these weapons. And some Mm -hmm. of these weapons that you're getting are actually worth crafting two different copies of. Yeah. So you can have, like, PvE and PvP or, like... End game content or in regular content that you're playing, uh, so you can get some very specific things out of this. some of the roles on these weapons are fantastic. Like, I think my personal favorite is the uh rapid fire frame um strand fusion rifle.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's very good.
0: Oh man, with uh, uh overload or overflow, and um, was it? timed uh the controlled burst controlled burst yes uh because the symbol to it's like a clock Um, Mm -hmm. man overflowed mag and controlled burst if you hit all the shots on a big big target it just keeps speeding up speeding up speeding up doing more and more damage as it's going i'm like this is great
1: yeah it's a It's also it's good if you didn't get the Aramite from Season of the Witch, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you can still get. That's just a solar one that has uh, controlled burst, too, and um, Envious Assassin, I think, is the other yeah. good perk for yes. it, for ammo. <clears throat>
0: yeah, that, that's how you get, like, you know, multiple shots for it. The Aramite is a high-impact frame, so it mm-hmm. charges slower, <clears throat> but the controlled burst... And it only fires, I think, like, five bolts on a high-impact frame versus, like, nine on a uh, rapid-fire. Yeah. Uh, so you have to hit all the ber- all the bolts for the effect to start up. But the Aramite, holy shit, the thing does work. With oh, those it, super... it
1: hits. It hits hard.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely, it does. It's a fantastic weapon. I have one of those crafted, and it, it's very, very good. Uh, this rapid fire fusion is equally very, very good too. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, this fusion can uh, put slice on it, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
1: that's what I have on mine is slice and controlled burst.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's like oh, I'm going to weaken you and just keep hitting you and doing more damage. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, no, it's good, and it's very helpful that the coil gives you if you if you complete the full run so much crafting materials because you kind of mm-hmm. need them. Oh so, yeah, you know, you know it's it's good. It's very good, very rewarding. Um, pretty fun activity whether you have a pre-built team going into it or if you're just even um, queuing into uh, matchmaking. It's still mm-hmm. a good time. It's still a good time. Though I will say, the ones, the people that leave in matchmaking drive me nuts.
1: Yeah, like get through the first or second, and then just peace out. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: because they completed yeah. whatever quest they need. Or yeah. if you're in the first one and you're just having bad luck, and you you die a couple times, they just peace out. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen it's just like, they just, somebody left in the very first section of four. And it's just like, cause they died like three times and then they left. Mm-hmm. So myself and the one other person kept moving forward and we got to the fourth round of the coil, just two of us. And then somebody else finally joins us.
1: Oh, I've never had anybody rejoin when people leave.
0: No, I've it, had people join it's not common. I think it's supposed to happen, but it is not common. It's, so, well, all right, I'm going to say this. I don't know if the person that joined us wasn't a friend or something and joined on that person directly. Sure. So, but, yeah, yeah, coil, very, very good activity. Very fun activity. Um, the Riven's layer activity is just a very short one-section version of the Coil. Normally story-related. Not really rewarding. Yeah, not, not as
1: rewarding, but... You could kind of get a feel for what the different sections of the Coil would be like. Obviously, mm-hmm. without as much of a challenge, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah, because by the time you get to round four of the Coil, you're like... 20 power under everything it's mm-hmm. like pushing Grandmaster Nightfall level difficulty
1: yeah it, it gets tough
0: yeah yeah definitely um yeah, definitely Coil very good thing about it um I do say for the season I do like the Starcross mission that I do too it has been a lot of fun um did you run it solo the first time you did it?
1: Um, I did up until the final boss, and then i I just couldn't. I couldn't beat the boss, and it was late at night, and I didn't want to restart. So I had I pulled from LFG, actually the the mm-hmm. game LFG. <laughs> but I I did start doing it solo and was able to get to the boss myself. I just couldn't take
0: the boss down by myself. Yeah, uh, I did it. Solo, uh, my first time, uh, once I figured that it's like, oh, if I kill these two yellow bar taken, uh, shielded guys, phalanxes, uh, the boss's shield that surrounds it, each one kills a layer of it. Mm -hmm. So it just exposes the boss constantly. To be honest, I just stayed on the right side of the room. I was also an invis hunter. So to refresh the buff that you have to keep up, I would just go invisible and jump in the one puddle and refresh the whole thing for 45 seconds. Yeah. So I, I just took my time on the boss fight. I do understand it can be a pain in the ass, um, but now it's like, yeah, you run into the room team of three, you just nuke everything and you kill the boss in like moments. Yeah. Oh my on, God. With, with moment. three
1: people, it, it happens so fast.
0: Yeah, on normal, it just destroys it. On legendary, eh, a little bit tougher. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Because uh, you'll start having more shielded enemies running around, and now there's more champions Mm -hmm. you have to deal with. But yeah, just a little bit tougher. Not much. Still a good time. Um, The layout's really good. I like the use of the buffs to. Uh, traverse into new areas. Mm-hmm. And I did like that the buffs were actually named appropriately for the two dragons. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the Sire and the Dom, which mm-hmm. would be the, the uh, Riven and uh, Theranus, I think is his name. Theranus. Theranus, yeah. Uh, I thought that was neat, and when you got both together, it was like you were crowned by the dragons. I thought that was yeah, nuts, seeing that on screen. Uh, the the look of it, it is the Black Garden again. So you're thinking mm-hmm. oh, God, probably going to reuse a whole bunch of stuff, and especially at the start, I thought they were sticking us into the um, the, the 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 raid mm-hmm. because where we were, uh, the Garden of Salvation raid, and no. It just looked a little familiar and Uh then it opens up into an area that it's like, Oh, this is new. And it maintained that newness throughout. It was familiar, but it wasn't, it was really Mm -hmm. nice. I thought it was very pretty too. the Waterfalls and, you know, lots of plant life and trees and big roots and everything growing all over the place. I think when you come out, uh, from the initial starting point, you could see the double rainbow in the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's silly, but that's really nice. Uh, it was very, very enjoyable. Um, have you noticed what's going on in the, the treasure room at the end of the Starcross mission the past couple weeks?
1: Um, I've, I've seen that. I, I think you get the, the ascendant buff. Like the, the thing, like if you were to take a tincture.
0: Yes. Uh, there's platforms and you can, that are forming in the background.
1: Yeah. You can start, there's, yeah, the platforms.
0: Yeah. And they're just there and you can just like kind of go up them. You can't reach it right yet. Uh, just climbing the platforms. If you have like a, uh, grapple grenade, you can get up there to, to the top And where it's leading you to is like a platform above where the uh, treasure is. And Mm -hmm. there is a Dreaming City portal that's not active up there. Oh. Because, you you know, the Dreaming City portals are like the very thin Mm metal-edged structures. It's there, and it's just inactive up at the top. So I'm thinking this week... When this is live For the fourth um, thingy That portal's going to open up And I think we're going to see The conclusion of the story Of the Starcross Event Uh, I have a feeling it's similar to How the Presage Yes, the presage ended Mm Mm-hmm and remember that one when we opened up and found the Crown of Sorrow? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something in this that we're going to locate. I do know some uh, uh, out of bounds uh, Destiny content creators have found a secret room. Oh, I okay. Refu- I refuse to look it up. <laughs> I guess
1: I'm not surprised by that. It would make sense that they were able to get
0: in there and do that, so... Yeah. Um, So, I'm not looking it up, but there's something coming. Hopefully it's uh, important. Yeah. Hopefully it's important, and maybe accentuates the seasonal story a little bit better than what it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Starcross, awesome mission. That exotic bow, fun.
3: I'm enjoying it.
1: It's, it's it's fun to fun. use. Um, I I feel like I've seen a lot of the same complaints that we get about a lot of other exotic weapons about how it's not just the greatest thing in the game, and it's it, it's like people don't allow themselves to just enjoy the game and enjoy stuff like this. Like, not everything has to be the, biggest, the, best, the best weapon in the game.
0: I, I feel that that argument, uh, though, has merit in one sense, is that for some of these players, it's been 10 years worth of playing this game. Yeah. So when you start... Having things all kind of like the same, you know, in your mind when you get your hands on something, it's like, oh, This is a lot of fun, but it's not better than what I have, so why mm-hmm. am I going to use it? I get it. I get it. I'm not saying they're wrong, I'm not saying it's wrong to think that, but I at least understand where it's coming from because there's some exotic weapons that I kind of feel that way about too. But I will say. For this season, uh, the exotics that we've received have been pretty good. hmm Dragon's Breath. Holy shit. That is like the strongest DPS thing out there right now. Yeah, I love it. And it's that was so on good. the season, and that was on the pass. Fantastic
3: rocket launcher.
0: I try to use it as much as I can.
1: I do too. I, I make a point to not use it if somebody else is using it because the, it doesn't stack.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I know. But it is, it's very good and oh, yeah. I'm glad that it was brought back.
0: Oh, sure. and I like the rework to it as well. It's actually yes. very, very good.
1: Same. Um,
0: because I didn't like Dragon's Breath to begin with in D1, it was not one of my favorites. Sure, uh, but this one, no this this is good time. Um, th- as we we're talking about Wishkeeper, the Wishkeeper mm. bow, good time. It's mm-hmm. just fun. I know there's some people in my clan that really like using it a lot. Yeah, on non-strand builds because it gives them crowd control. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Eh. That's that's good. That's really good. Uh, the one I actually enjoy the most out of the exotics we got was the um, one from the Warlord's Ruin. Um, it's like the bloodline. The buried
1: bloodline.
0: Buried bloodline. Yes. Uh, it's just. It's like it's a sidearm. Yeah, kind of. It's a crossbow. That's part of the appeal to me. Mm-hmm. But. With my void build, it feels really good and it's giving me devour. Mm. And when I get that catalyst, I think the catalyst enables weakening.
1: I think that's what it is. Yeah,
0: hell yeah! It's an exotic hand can, exotic sidearm that gives me devour on command and weakening, which means Mm. it's going to go on my other class builds.
1: Yeah, that's what I like, is that you can use it on, like, you get Devour regardless of what subclass you're using, too. And it mm-hmm. just, we were talking about before we started recording that I got that this week, finally. And, yeah, it it's a, it's fun to use.
0: Yeah.
1: And that on-demand Devour and then weakening for the Catalyst is, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. The one thing I have to check to see if um, it works is the Devour is the Devour that it procs stronger on a Devour Warlock because Feed the Void mm-hmm. is an aspect. Uh, for everybody else, it only does up to 100 hit points, but if you're a Feed the Void uh, Void Warlock, you get the full 200. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you have that, frag- that aspect equipped and you get a kill with it, will it give you the full total? Because you're technically keyed into that. hmm And I'm just watching stuff go flying past my window right now because we're apparently getting wind gusts of around 50 miles an hour all of a sudden. Nice. Yeah. I'm waiting for one of my uh, lawn chairs in the back to go careening over the fence. <laughs> <sighs> can't wait to go chase that down the road. Uh, (laughs) I hope not. I really hope not. Um, Yeah, that's, you know, some of the weapons have been good this season. Uh, Out of the Warlord's Ruined Dungeon, I still think the rocket sidearm is one of the most fun weapons to use in the game.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoy that thing, too.
2: Yeah,
0: I I have one that has uh, beacon rounds and vault shot on it, and I'm very happy with that. I like having a homing shot that does vault shot. Yeah. And uh, I did get to try it out this um, weekend when I was raiding with some mm-hmm. friends, and putting on the um, anti-barrier sidearm perk, yeah, that thing could shred a barrier shield pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, alright, I see you. <laughs> we'll, we'll use this, don't worry. It's a good time. I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I'm having
3: a, a good time with that. Uh, Other seasonal stuff that decent. Um, hmm.
0: I did enjoy that you know Crow was being used again this season.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of him just like hanging around, you know, by the entrance to now where uh, for at least this past year's content where, uh, uh, Eris Morn's been. You know, loafing her seasonal area on the helm. Mm-hmm, yeah, he doesn't have anything to do, so it's good to have him running around doing something. Finally, he gets to be a hero. That's that's a nice thing. I still don't like his sister. <laughs> uh, anything else you liked about uh, the seasonal content so far? I mean, well, it's basically over at this point, so.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much done. Um yeah, I don't know. It's uh I'm I'm curious to see like what actually leads us into the portal. Um which I I'm very sure we won't see, you know, for four months, but um
3: yeah, overall um
1: I, I I have enjoyed the season. Uh, I'd say one of my bigger gripes, which doesn't have anything to do with, like, the story or anything mm-hmm. else like that, is I ran into an issue with a lot of the weekly, like, conversations with people, like going and talking to Riven or Mara or Crow. Okay. Where I would hit... Like, I would interact and be ready to listen, and then it would bug out, and I didn't get to hear the dialogue, and I had to fast travel because I was, like, stuck there, like I couldn't move. Okay. And I didn't actually go out of my way to look up some of the dialogue, so I there's about half the season's worth of dialogue that oh. I didn't actually get to hear because it bugged out. Jeez, mm.
3: that's uh yeah
0: yeah that's not that's not very good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Holy crap!
1: Yeah, and I I didn't see anybody else complaining about it, so I I wonder if it's either it's just not a not a common thing, but yeah, it was a little bit weird, and it. It wouldn't happen with everybody every week, but it was like almost one person each week that I didn't get to hear dialogue from.
3: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of the dialogue was good. Some of it was just
0: filler, kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, listening to Osiris and... Marsov waxed back and forth as to what approach is going to work to get into the traveler's bussy, whether it's mm-hmm. the wish approach or using the the veil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's that for at least the first like few weeks. We had two different approaches going on as to how they were trying to approach this problem. And of course, we decided to go with the most dangerous one involving you know a wish dragon. it only makes sense yes uh i wonder what are we going to actually see at some point what these whims look like these baby wish dragons that's
1: something i've thought about and i think it would be like i don't see it happening because i'm sure it's incredibly complex Mm -hmm. but it's like the idea in my head which i i don't remember if we talked about it before um the season started, but the like uh having pets. Like it'd be kinda cool if we could have a pet ahamkara. <laughs> yeah, a pet.
0: Yeah, right. And think about a pet. <laughs> it doesn't even consider you an equal. It's not, so it's a cat. All right, there we go. Yeah, it, be a pet.
1: <laughs> it checks out.
0: Yeah, it checks totally. Uh Stuck out to me this season that was, like, good. I know it wasn't part of the seasonal package. uh, Because you could have bought it as the, you know, the dungeon pass. But definitely I thought the Warlords Ruin dungeon was good. I know it came out this season, but, you know, yeah. it, It kind of helped make the season a little bit more entertaining. Mm-hmm. And at least the content of the dungeon is keeping me occupied. In fact, I just started uh, doing my practice runs to do a solo completion of it. So, Oh, nice. Uh, I got to the Ogre yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was just taking way too long. I got it down to its name. Mm-hmm. Which is not that... It, it's got a l- big name. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's... You know, I got into the name, and I was just like... Nah, this is taking a long time, and I don't have all night to do this. Because that's mm-hmm. when I started doing it. I was like, eh, I'll try it again another day when I have more time. So, I might work on it tomorrow. But, yeah, not too bad. Pretty fun. Doing it on a Titan. It's kind of cool. I mm-hmm. thought about uh, a Strand Titan, obviously, is the most comfortable thing in the world with Banner of War, as long as you keep that thing going. Yeah. You're basically unkillable. Uh, but that did not work for me on the Ogre. I had to take it off and put on a Solar Titan.
3: Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, because there wasn't enough enemies around for me to keep the Banner of War going for all the four of the damage oh, cycles. yeah, that, and that makes just sense. just for my timing, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like, nope, nope, Stand in a sunspot. Yeah, I'm getting some resurrection. I have a healing grenade, a uh, dragon's breath, some other stuff. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's just gonna, it, it's gonna be a time investment for that fight. Much like it's gonna be a time investment for the meatball, mm-hmm. um, or as I think Bam called it, the paracausal testicle. Oh God. I think that's what he called it the other night when I was talking to him. Uh, there was something up there, but um, or spectral nutsack or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was. It was. It was disgusting, but funny and yeah I think I'll eventually get the the solo clear on it I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's going to be a solo flawless clear I am not that good Uh, but just uh, the the clear so I can at least get the title would be nice
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, there's
0: some other like things I want to accomplish this season that you know Like old content that I'm gonna go back and like work on, I guess. Like, we're talking about dungeon, me bringing it up. I still want to get my solo Spire the Watcher clear. Sure,
3: that is just, just the
0: freaking bosses are
3: just such bullet sponges.
1: At, at least I think I, I I see Spire as better in that regard than like uh, Ghost, of, Ghost the of the Deep. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. 100%. Ghost, Ghost of the Deep is
0: it, it's it's a lot. <laughs> I know a bunch of people that are like, I like Ghost of the Deep uh, the encounters, but I don't like the uh, traversal in between the encounters, especially the underwater parts. I understand that. I mm-hmm. personally find the last battle with cinnamon and cinnamon and cinnamon and cinnamon, cinnamon-, cinnamon-, cinnamon-,
2: cinnamon- mm-hmm. same as yep.
0: um, to be ridiculously long with setting up you know the ritual to get it to go into DPS where you have to drop a shield and you got what like twenty seconds of time to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little bit too much, especially for a solo player. That it requires some some absolutely
1: insane like almost like constantly swapping your builds, um, very specific weapons so you can break her shield faster and get to damage like Arbalest and then switching to something else and
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's not um something I wish to do. Then again, if another crafting happens and this time, you know, the console players could actually get in on it. Then I'll do mm-hmm. it because you know I fire one weapon and it just blows her up. You know that—that's—that's that's <laughs> what I want. That's yeah. the entire thing for me is that I just want that. Um, but no, I, I need to get the navigator. I would like to get the navigator. It's very yeah. useful.
3: I. uh...
1: I'm still like I'm I'm not sure I would really utilize it very much because it's just not like my playstyle but I I wanted to try and farm the boss this week cuz it's farmable and I just didn't
0: but I I did a run with some of my clan mates to get the navigator catalyst for the one that got it this week. Mhm. And myself and the other person That were with him uh, Didn't have the navigator So we got the increased chance And neither of us got it mm-hmm. When the dungeon concluded It's just like It's just deflating It's like oh you just like Farm the boss checkpoint It's like I don't want to spend Hours doing that On a fight that I don't find fun Yeah you know? Uh Whereas then I went and did Root of Nightmares because I didn't have conditional finality and we completed a whole bunch of the challenges that gave you a raised chance to get it and on the very first clear, I got conditional finality. That felt fantastic.
1: And it's really good. I love conditional finality. It's a fun shotgun.
0: I like how fast it reloads, too. Especially on a hunter. It's a Solar Hunter that has a... What is it? Oh, God. What the hell is it called? That perk, you can get up to times three. I'm trying to think. Well, it just kind of, like, accelerates, like, your reload speed, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you dodge, it'll immediately activate it at the highest amount. So, yes, with that, for this uh, double-barrel shotgun that does a lot of damage, yeah. A lot of damage. It's
1: very strong.
0: Yes. I'm going to get in your face. I'm going to freeze you solid, then I'm going to blow you up. I mean, it doesn't get more damaging than that, you know? hmm uh, I hope they actually come up with a catalyst idea for that gun. Give it maybe two more rounds. And that's about it. So you don't have to reload it as much.
1: Yeah. I, I honestly feel like that would work pretty good because, like, you think of Legend of Acrius
0: mm-hmm
1: like that started like i like guess what was the order one and then two one two and then six yep i don't remember what you needed to do to go from one to two but uh
0: it was like completing another quest for it it was just, like to finalize the exotic like you got it and it could only fire one round and then you had to do additional like quest which gave you a second bullet for it and it's like oh Mm -hmm. lovely and then they came out with the catalyst for it which would drop pretty much anywhere and it's like oh we're gonna get six rounds plus some boosts to some other things for it fantastic fantastic Acryus became so good at that point yes became so good at that point Acryus fantastic at that point. Yeah, that's right. To uh, get it to improve, I think you had to shoot through multiple people because the the rounds on it overpenetrate. Mm-hmm. And you had to shoot through and kill multiple people with one round. And the fastest way to do that was to load into the Leviathan. And yeah, go to those ball guards that are standing in a line and just like open fire on them,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then just reload the encounter over and over again. I mean, they were they were just lined up waiting for it, man. What do you what did you expect? Yeah.
1: What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah,
0: they're, they're just saying they were just saying shoot me with the gun that you got from this raid.
1: Like, hey, we're not even looking at you, and we're not shooting at you. So just the go ahead and... Commands it. <laughs> Blow our brains out.
0: <laughs> so says Calus, who's drinking his uh, polluted grape soda on his throne somewhere in the Leviathan. Because it's not him, that's that's a robot. Yeah. Good times.
3: Good,
1: good times.
0: All right. uh, anything else you want to say about uh, Season of the Wish or the Starcross mission.
1: Um I don't think so. I guess I I I don't really know how much more I'm going to be doing of Destiny um with exception to finishing the catalyst off for Wishkeeper and then <clears throat> um seeing what the story does, but I'm I'm not expecting the story to really go too far for a while, so
0: yeah, me me neither. I think the story's done, right now, and uh, we have in February they're they're adding something called wishes to it. Oh, that's right. Which like yeah, those individual missions. I I don't know what that's going to entail. Uh, the wish I hope for is they fix the one Star Cat so it actually appears and I can collect it.
1: Yeah, so everybody can get the title. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So they have that, and then they have their, uh, you know, I want to say their, their whatever it's called, the to kind of expand on some content after Guardian Games is done in March. But as was, that's, you said, what into the light or something? Yeah, into the light. Thank you. Uh, which we don't know anything about. Yeah. Um. But as you said. You know, I don't know how much more Destiny we're going to be doing other than picking up some odds and ends that we're just kind of finishing on our own mm-hmm. uh, fortunately talk about Jedi Survivor which I got at Christmas uh, I went back into my library of games I never played and I just recently played through one on the PS5 called The Pathless which nice. I'm going to talk about which was pretty damn good uh, in two weeks, I am going to have Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Nice. Which very might keep me occupied until the final shape comes out. hmm Can I just explain that it's a sequel to Like a Dragon, which was the role-playing game mm. set in the Yakuza universe. However, within this game, and the people that have like journalists and whatnot that have been playing previews sent out Mm -hmm. by RGG studios have noticed that there's actually full on other games within this game. Oh, and I don't mean in the arcade where you can go into the arcade and play like outrun the arcade game or Virtua fighter or something like that. Mm. You're full copies of great. No, 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 no. And like a dragon the original one, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which would be Yakuza 7. This is Infinite Welts number 8 in the actual series. Uh, There was something called... um, Oh, God, it's stuck in my head. I know it's not Chimpokomon, because that's from South Park.
1: But (laughs) essentially, it
0: was like Pokemon Go, the game Mm -hmm. where you went around town and snapped pictures of weird people that you would see and you collected them in a database. Okay. And dif- they had different power levels. Okay, fine. Well, that is back in this game. However, mm. what they did change is now you can summon them into combat with each other. <laughs> so they put an entire Pokemon game in fucking Yakuza, which also unlocks a new class for you, which are the well, I want Chim Pokemon Master, whatever the hell it is. Mm. It's like Sudamon or something like that. Yeah, Sukumon or something was what they're called. Um, where you do summon these things, so you become a summoner master as your character class. And I'm like, mm. oh, that's 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 fucking sick because now I'm gonna be going around the world in that game and collecting all these. Pocket weirdos and <laughs> <risk> <laughs> leveling them up and having them battle each other mm-hmm. And then I find out about
3: Dondoko Island. Dondoko Island is not just a mini game.
0: It's essentially they stuck animal crossing in a Yakuza game. Oh where you actually build up an island, a resort island, to have people come and visit it. There's a story, a complete storyline for it and everything, and you can build a city on it that you run, and it is as thorough and as dense as a regular Animal Crossing game. Whoa. When people were playing this and trying it out and starting to see how much you can do on it, they started to realize that they could spend probably a few hundred hours in this mini game in this RPG
1: That's wild. <laughs> when, when
0: my wife found out about my wife, I love her. She is obsessed <laughs> with cozy farm games like Stardew mm-hmm. Valley and the um Story of Seasons games, uh Rune Factory, Harvest Moon, stuff like that, and she loves Animal Crossing. She fucking loves Animal Crossing. She hates Tom Nook with a passion, but she loves Animal Crossing. She saw this. I sent her the trailer that showed her Dondoko Island, specifically their announcement trailer for it. Mm. And for the first time in her life, she said the words, I want to play a Yakuza game. And I almost died because I know I'm going to have to fist fight my wife, not literally, to get the PS5 away from her when she finally gets (laughs) to that island, because she will play it for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yeah. Meticulously crafting her dream Yakuza getaway. (laughs) So I might be stuck playing Infinite Wealth for multiple months. On top of that, I still have to go back and play the uh, Final Draft, which is the New Game Plus of Alan Wake 2, which adds Mm -hmm. new story elements to it and actually gives you the canon ending to the game. Oh, that's cool. On top of that, sometime in quarter one of 2024, which would be like March, April, May, I am getting my copy of Baldur's Gate 3 for the PS5. It's a physical edition. Nice. It's coming from Larian Studios directly, because that's the place where you can get it from. Um, dude, I can play probably put about six, seven hundred hours into Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have plenty to talk about. It's just gonna be limited. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it's just some other stuff. Um yeah, but there's plenty of games coming out. Right now, and there's a lot of fun stuff out there. I think you, you you still have Diablo Four, right? You still dip into that once in a while.
1: Uh, yeah, a little uh, bit. I, heard good I,
0: things I about the new season. I heard good things about it.
1: the new The new season has been uh really really good. I I hit a hundred on a character and completed
0: a lot of stuff, so I haven't been in there in a while. But wow. Yeah, I I heard they're doing some good stuff with the new. New things happening with uh, Diablo recently, so that sounds like fun. Um, I'm sure there'll be some other games that we'll, like, kind of get involved in. hmm I heard Bam talking yesterday about playing Fortnite again.
1: Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite this last couple weeks, too.
0: He says it's shocking how really fun it is, what they've done with the game over time. Mm-hmm. And I am actually tempted to download it just to play the Lego Fortnite and also the racing. Sure. And then BAM hits me with, oh yeah, there's also a no build mode now. And I was like, excuse me? You just run around and shoot people? You don't have to build anything? Oh. Oh, that sounds good. The building was the part that drove me crazy.
3: Building, I think building was fun until people uh, like
1: went insane on like cranking '90s and building all these crazy fucking things. I I didn't mind building early on in Fortnite because no, nobody like, knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like you had the one person build this huge tower, then they'd like put a platform out so they could, like, try to stand up there and snipe you, and then we would just, like, shoot out the platform at the base where the tower it was attached to, and they'd fall to their death. I mean, that was always yeah. funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not how it is anymore. <laughs> no.
0: no, not at all. So, yeah, I, I got worried when I started seeing this. This goes back, like, season three, season two, where it's like, oh, they have cars and planes now in Fortnite. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cars were still a thing. They've added a bunch of different, like, variations of weapons, like ARs and shotguns,
3: SMGs. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you can't go wrong, you know, having a fire team on Fortnite where you have, like, Darth Vader, Laura Croft, Goku, and, like, the guy with the fishbowl head mm-hmm. running around <laughs> Teabagging
3: everybody. Yeah. It's just amusing.
0: Speaking of amusing, if you want, you know, you can give us a like on our Spotify page, Spotify for podcasts, Hidden Guardians podcast. We always like uh, people giving us a thumbs up. If we do a good job, we make a, you smile or make you think or just whatever. You know, that's kind of what we're here for. The whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> that's what it's I consider us to be here for. That's so, right. <laughs> uh, next week, we're going to probably just pick some other stuff to talk about. And it's going to be like that for a bit. Unless yeah, something it's going to be a little quiet. Yeah. If there's a, let's see, we should be getting a Bungie uh, Destiny update this week because they'll be returning from holiday break. Mm -hmm. So there might be some news to talk about, but eh, if not, you know, I think I'm going to talk about uh, some of the Christmas stuff I played, you know, Fallen uh, Jedi Survivor and uh, The Pathless. I think both Mm -hmm. of them are worth talking about. Uh, I might talk a little bit about Monster Hunter and how it's kind of resurged in popularity again, and Maybe some other stuff, and Venge will figure out some stuff to talk about too. <laughs> we'll you
1: know, see. We'll I see. might just be here for <laughs> added emotional. commentary, <laughs> emotional
0: support. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, That's emotional
1: moral support. Moral I'll just give the occasional woo in the background, just to make moral. sure that people know that I'm moral. here.
0: Moral? What? What's that? Dude, I don't have morality. <laughs> oh,
1: I'll leave. I'll. I'll leave that hey, one alone.
0: I, I called the travelers. Portal a busy earlier. I right? <laughs> think just kind of throws everything out the window. <laughs> oh, Lord. In the meantime, have a good one, folks. Be well, everybody. Take care, and bye bu- bye now.